I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yo, get it twisted. This rap is mine. Mother Stats of Game. What you heard is what you hearing. What you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. X gon' give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door. It's real. With the non-stop pop out from stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the mother one day if you get it. Damn right, can I do it again? Been going to Trice a long time now. When they how, proud, played, how proud were you when that happened? When they played this song after the act, first, first. <laughs> I honestly... It was a top five moment of my life. It was amazing. Kudos to them. Yeah, Nathan it, Terry, I think. If you're listening, Nathan, I don't know yeah, who's in tr- who's responsible. Him Mary or Pink. Mary or whoever, but that is something Iowa State would have never, never done, done ten years ago. It was phenomenal, and the timing was oh. impeccable. I literally, I'm up in section Z, and I literally like fell out of my chair. I'm like, what? Dude, it was awesome. Can I just? Everybody started doing the X's. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. I was doing the X's. I, it was a top five it moment of my awesome. life. It was really cool to be in the stands for that, honestly. That, that made my day. And it was a great day. And that made my day. Really good day. And the X is really freaking good, too, by the way. He looks different. Oh, my gosh. They could, they could he have caught. He could have gone for 250. He looks so much bigger than he. He looks like an NFL guy yeah, now. He just was. He kind of the, the best guy on the field. In the past, he kind of looked like a really good college yep. receiver. He looks like an NFL. And dude it just now. goes to show what Matt's been saying. Like this guy's been different this offseason. So I think he's a difference maker. Clearly, tied for first against Belay with three touchdowns. Hold on, let's listen to the okay, chorus yeah. one more time. First time I ever talked to X when we were getting him set up for the podcast, he didn't know anything about me. Not that I cared, <laughs> right, right? Right? He 
he did know you're the guy who does the DMX thing on Twitter. <laughs> somebody, I'm guessing somebody in the football office had been like, hey, hey, this, you know. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a fan. <laughs> this guy likes you. No, so you're like his guy's favorite player. I'm just just for record's sake. So the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network now has two of the highest single game receiving touchdown leaders in Iowa State history. That's good. Todd Blythe is four in a game. Gets A and M. Yep. X now has three. The rest of us have combined for zero, but that's not it's not take away from the stat. Well, and then you throw Iowa everywhere in there and say Rosenfels with the he was in the stat book yesterday. Yeah, it will, yeah. Hunter Deckers, four touchdowns. Yep. The last cyclone to do it in their first start was Sage Rosenfels. Well, so actually not to not to know, out is that wrong. It was it was it's not wrong. It's that's the uh, it could have been before that. The records only went back to ninety nine for what our guy and did up. it. No, he did not. He only oh. counted for two. Oh. In his debut. Oh, so I misunderstood that stat. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know how it was written in the stat book. But no, I, not to my, kill my no, guy Sage, but he only counted for two in his no, debut. I thought, like, I was like, did Sage ever throw for four in a game in his I, career? I don't know if he did. Because he just, they didn't play that He way. might have accounted for four yeah. or he ran okay. for a, Yeah, but anyway, so Hunter was superb as well. Okay, so well, that's that's a good correction. Thanks. I, re- to, I read the I just don't want. Thing. I don't want to get Sage's ego too big. It's big enough already. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Want to thank our presenting sponsor, Mechdyne and the Mechdyne Corporation. Uh, we we got a couple of questions from Chris Clover, yeah, our friend Chris Clover, that we're gonna we'll probably knock out here in the first segment. Really good. Um, here's the deal. I'm I'm talking with you know talk to these companies everywhere, and everybody's kind of struggling to attract like yeah, you got high quality talent, talent and stuff like that. Um, here's the deal. Um, I, I'm I'm promising you people, and we we say this all the time. But if if you all decided tomorrow that you hate me and you don't want to listen to the pods and do Cyclone Fanatic, the first place I would call is MacDyne because I just I know the core company, I know the people, been up there, I've seen everything, and it's a first class organization, and we're really lucky to have them supporting Cyclone Fanatic and Bloom, as you knew know with your time during the foundation how generous they've been to iowa state they give back they everywhere their time they they're just phenomenal so go to mechdyne.com check out that job i I played in this is the cool part of fanatic i played in a golf outing friday with some iowa state folks and the guy like second hole he's like so i know what cody road does tell me about mechdyne what do they do like what's you know what, what exactly is their company so he just wanted to mention that he was uh, advertising works on Fanatic. It does. This was a this was a sixty year old the, man. The Cody Road Black people cannot keep in I stock it. right now. I love it. It, it it's crazy. Plus it's like, good. It yeah, it's really good. But like they, they people cannot keep yep. it in stock right now. So keep buying that up. Appreciate all of our great listeners. Um, Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll start with tomorrow or yesterday's game and kind of work into guess the point spreads. I did get us a sponsor. That a boy. Deep tease. Okay. Some buddies, I don't even know this. Some buddies of mine. Yeah, we'll we'll do <laughs> deep tease on that one right, coming right. up in segment number three. Um, honestly, I mean, I, I've talked about it on Unsyke One Reaction, and I did the Instant Reaction podcast, so we'll get your first thoughts, Bloom. But I, I just don't know how it could have gone much better. Like, there's stuff to pick apart. Oh, like, of course. You of know, course. there's stuff that I watch that I'm like, I'm, I'm a little concerned about the linebackers. Yep. Uh, after watching the game a second time already today, um, I, I think our we, we talked about stopping the run heading into the year, and I think that that would be a concern of mine. But like Deckers, 
I don't think you could ask for more out of a guy in his first start. Um, Tyler Miller, I thought, was dominant when I watched the game back. I listened to Sage's pod, or not Sage, Ben Brun's pod on Iowa Everywhere, and he he pointed him out. And okay. when I watched the game back, I went, and, and he was dominant. Great to see a solid left tackle. Yes. Like that. Um, that kind of stood out to me. I thought that, obviously, X. I thought Jalen Noel looked different this year different type of twitch we knew that he was going to be special i think he showed that he just didn't have the touchdowns to to back, back it up. up yep norton on that first five yard run looked like an nfl guy <laughs> and then he had a couple other players yeah, like, holy smokes he's big time now i'm disappointed on the injury because it looked like a hammy yeah they said in the post game it was more like a cramp yeah well but i i don't know what to believe at this I don't, point I and don't, we won't know yeah i it looked like a hammy to me yeah, and I talked to a couple people after the game, not with the program, but just people who actually talked to a, um, a friend of ours, Steve. His daughter's a physical therapist. I don't think he'll mind saying this. Yeah, and he talked to her, and, and he thought she thought that the way it looked looked like a hamstring. So it that like it he was could, going, you know, yeah. So that sucks because he looked really good. But the good thing is you've got Jairo Brock, and I thought Sanders looked a lot bigger and better. Uh, there, there's a lot of ways. Dion, to Silas had his moments too. Yeah. So, what did you think? You were in the stands. You yeah, did the it was whole crazy. family tailgating thing. How was your day? It was phenomenal, honestly. Like it was, it was really, really cool. I hadn't, I hadn't tailgated Chris for an Iowa State game as a legal 21 year old. Wow. Yeah, because so, we we were we were in the kids. media. Yeah, in the and, media. And yeah. So I, I had never done that. And so the first thing that stuck out to me is, pardon my language, earmuffs, earmuffs, kids. Holy shit! The tailgate setups are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! Like, yeah, it's pretty extravagant. The the amount of money invested in those setups and the quality that they have, like it's restaurant quality. Our guy Steve Kemp, mm-hmm. they like three chefs doing cheesesteaks. It was the best cheesesteak I've ever had in the RV. Oh, village. You, oh you had a cheesesteak. Cheese I knew steak. they were. So we went over to Steve's it tailgate on Friday night. Can't. <laughs> The guy that had like three chefs like doing the cheesesteaks right in front of you, like it was at uh, like those cheesesteak making places. Good or bad, Dad, that my kid was out with me wandering the RV village at one a.m. on Friday. Great, Friday dad. great, dad. You got to learn somewhere. Okay, but so my first impression is as somebody who's trying to raise money for the We Will Collective. Uh, by the way, Deckers and Hutchinson were two of the first that uh, we support. Was oh my gosh, people have some some income to spend on this stuff, so you know. 25 bucks, 50 bucks here. Let's let's have it. But anyway, outside of that, Iowa State's atmosphere is so cool now. I mean, literally, I had not been in the stands, Chris, since we were in college. It has changed so much. Uh, the X song was a perfect encapsulation of it. just seems like it, the, the bridge yeah. was great. Like, everything was really, really cool about it. The one knock I would say is got to figure out the cell phone stuff. See, you I, forget, you totally forget when you're in the booth, you have Wi-Fi, you've got all the stuff. You couldn't, are, you can't do a thing. What are you, Verizon? Yeah. See, here's what's wild. I'm U.S. Cellular, and I've always had awful cell service there. Mine was great yesterday. Was it? So maybe. So they, I don't know if U.S. Cellular is boosted in that yeah. area. Or it's well, really And I was fine in my tailgate, but I could not. Once you got into the stadium. Once in the, I could not do a thing. Like, I had some hot takes I wanted to spout off after, like, five high noons when I got in the stadium. Couldn't do it. Nooners. A couple nooners. Five or six. I had I had literally ten people offer me a nooner walking the lots. Yeah, that which was is kind, awesome. That was kind of the thing. Everybody was on the high noon Yeah, thing. it was cool. But, no, it was, so, <laughs> anyway, outside of the, which I would say 10 out of 10, I was did experience. I mean, what Jamie has done 
and with the marketing the game day people have done is really wild compared to where it was so kudos uh, to them i'll it say this awesome. and then rv village well yeah was that, incredible that's where i was going we pulled in or i pulled in at about noon and then um that was on friday, friday yeah I didn't really know what to expect. Honestly, from afar, I was kind of thinking it was going to be a cluster because, and it wasn't really like it. The, I felt like I was in a campground as opposed to a football yeah. stadium. And it, it was the, having the electric is a total game so changer. So quiet. And I was just really impressed with the people who stayed there all weekend. And, and that was like my yeah. thing. Normally I tear down after the game on Saturday and go home because I got to work. But it's like you're in a campground now. It's not like you're at a football stadium where you have drunk people walking by. And, stuff. Right. and I don't care. People can drink. I'm not. But it's different than when you're parked on this parking lot, right? Yeah. You feel like you're at a campground. It's a first-class deal. They have that trolley service yep. that's invaluable. Yep. You have little kids and stuff on Friday night. Uh, we really, really enjoyed it. My yeah. my seven-year-old was begging me to stay a second night. Well, so we. It did. was – and I'm not a big camper, but that would, that's – what a way – like – after that, like I'm not going back to the media. I mean, that was that was awesome. Like it was. I thought you might get the itch. I, it I was really so did. cool. I thought that at some point Bloom's going to be. Well, it's only one game. It's I, only one game, and it's a like stress free game largely. Yeah, but the but that was a bummer. Like I'm trying to check other scores. See, like, I check like Twitter, and I can't get on my cell phone. I like doing the tailgate thing Friday night and doing all that, and that. But Saturday morning, like I'm so lost. You know me. Yeah, no, I get like, it. I, I can't even get out of the mode. I can't even I, pretend to. I was texting with Walters. I'm like, yeah, still during the game. Like I'm trying to figure out what the ID break is going to be at the top of the hour and how yeah. far the punt went. Like you just, hard, hard, but it was still fun. Although a two and a four year old at a game, hard to entertain. Anyway, that was yeah. fine. We ended up leaving in the fourth quarter. But no, as far as the game, I thought it was just almost to a T what I expected, which was rare. Like it was almost. I, I hoped, like you said, I hoped the the, deep, the run defense was a little bit better. Four and a half yards per carry isn't great. It's not horrible. And some of that was off some scramble stuff for the quarterback who actually impressed me in the first half. He didn't do much in the second half. I thought the offensive line run blocking was a little slow to start, but really they had eight guys up front. And so there's a reason all those crosses were open in the first half. It's mm-hmm. like they were, they were putting a lot of people up there. Uh, but Deckers was great. Hutchinson was great. I thought Jalen Noll looked fantastic. Didn't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback, but it didn't seem to me that they sent any more than three ever. I so I don't. I'm not really concerned about that either. I don't think they called a blitz the whole game. I don't game. think they did either. If That's they the, did, they disguised it pretty good. And the, but some outstanding questions. Uh, Jeremiah Cooper played a lot. Like you knew had it what three weeks ago in the forum that this guy's going to play. So mm-hmm. I think I, Malik Verdon must have been dinged up or something. He didn't play. Uh, so I think I sub- he got beat out, or maybe he got beat out. I, I don't know. I That's think, something we got to check on. Uh, but some, I think some Cooper's the man. Some lot of new, I thought uh, Tyler Onyedem was really good at defensive tackle. Some some new names that popped. I'm not totally concerned with the linebackers. I mean, Vance has done it. Vaughn's done it. I think Rieger's going to be fine. Just some bad angles at times that that allowed a couple Seymour big plays. But by and large, for a season opener, what we've gone through in the past, I'm taking that offensive line clearly better at tackle. Already, and that's without and the, Remsburg. And the second half was really good. Yeah. You know, the first half was, eh. There was, I, listen, when I say that, like, I'm not giving them an A. No. There wasn't a bunch of push for, against, there weren't all these holes and stuff like that. But I think, I think Miller, and again, I listened to Bruns, Bruns' analysis. You can follow Iowa everywhere of your podcast. Bruns will be doing this mm-hmm. every Sunday for us. Um, And I always want his opinion on the offensive line. He said, 
he's doing a big man of the game. Ah, and he, he gave it to Miller. So after I heard that, I watched him, and it was like, oh, yeah, you can. He was really, well, did Deckers get touched? You know, he's had to, he yeah, scrambled, scrambled a couple, a couple of times, times, but that was. They were blitzing. Yeah. Like, it was, it really was, I, I, I think one of the biggest sports cliches that happens is where media people will be like, oh, they didn't show anything in week one. I actually kind of believe that that was, Iowa State was, they knew they had this opponent out class. They haven't gone into a game like these. This Northern Iowa games, we all know what you're getting into. Yeah, well, like this dogfight. I think, especially defensively, more yes. so than on offense. Defensively, that it was seemed, about as vanilla as. You're well, Will get. didn't do anything. Will's going to do something. Correct. You, you, I mean, and he barely played. He really, play for much. I mean, he played like half. a fourth of what he normally does. Right. So I'm not concerned about defensive line. Iowa's a different test. We're going to talk a lot about the Iowa game. You will get a good barometer of where you're at, even though. They still won the game without a touchdown. Throw it out. Like, I, I know, and we'll talk about it, but next week will give us a really good idea of where that Iowa State defensive line is at. Hey, when the uh, Cyclones win this year, our friends from Farm Story Meats are giving you guys deals. They're back. They're back. My guy, Ray Schmidt, and they're giving you a free slab of bacon with your order right nice. now. So this is, I believe it goes through here Labor Day weekend. Bacon is the promo code at farmstorymeats.com. Bacon is the promo code. This is the best bacon I've ever had because he always sends me a box. And, Ray, I know I forgot to get you back. I do. I'd love my box. <laughs> um, it's phenomenal. Like, I, the, the, this is one of my favorite companies that I've ever come across because they, they basically take out like the middleman when it comes to getting your meat. It's basically going from a farm in Iowa, a do local you- farm. Straight to you through Farm Story Meats, locally owned. They also offer um, they offer pork, Angus beef, grass finished beef, chicken, turkey, and lamb. Huge Cyclone fans that are uh, Ray's getting married too coming up. So he told me he's, like, he's like, I need some sales. I got, I'm getting married. Help out Ray, everybody. Uh, go to farmstorymeats.com. Promo code bacon. A lot of bacon in the lots, by the way. Oh yeah, man. I was. Yeah. I think I gained ten pounds. Good thing those nooners were only 100 calories. Man, you're not kidding there. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. <laughs> the <laughs> I love it. The, what do you think of the bridge? The Nooners. Did you do the bridge? Yeah, wonderful bridge. It was a wonderful. Bridge. It got right. so a little bit of a hang up. They did okay. A little bit of hang up walking in. I uh, the bridge was so again. We're there Friday night, and what a backdrop. So I'm I'm hanging out with some new friends of mine, uh, Mark and Jeff. I, the one thing I love about the village, you have the same spot. So you have the, yeah, same neighbors. the same neighbors. You have the yep. same neighbors. So I already made Mark from Oskaloosa. Oh, hey, Mark. Yeah, like a bunch of cool people. And we're watching the TCU game about midnight. And you're sitting there. I mean, it's a beautiful weekend. Beautiful yep. night. You couldn't ask for anything more. Sipping on some Cody Road. Of course. And you got the freaking bridge in the background. Oh, buddy. You got the bridge in the Jack Trice Stadium in the background. Phenomenal. Like just, uh, how, you, how did you sleep with that on your mind? Honestly, it was... It was hard. (laughs) I'm I'm being honest. Like, I was so keyed up on Friday night. Like, the excitement level. 
Uh, you, you you get it. Like you, you're one of the there, few people who get it. There are. I'm not trying to be a shill for the athletic department. I believe there's still a couple of RV spots still available. I believe so. Down by where Steve is mm-hmm. and stuff. It looked like mm-hmm. it's yeah. It's it's absolutely worth, worth it. it if you can yes. if you can afford, you can afford it, it. If you can get in there and and do all that. I'm, I can't afford it. I'm lucky. There's somebody <laughs> you know who can like afford that. it, and they gift it to me, and yeah. I really appreciate my. But what a game changer for kids. Hot. Oh. You got a bathroom. It's air right. conditioning. Get the heat when it gets colder. Like it, it Just really is the high life right there. It really is a game changer. The um, the one thing that I thought I've been talking about this, so I sound a little bit like a broken record, but I did think going into the season that Iowa State's offense could potentially be a game changer when you play Iowa. The yep. way that it's set up, we we it saw is. three tight end receptions. I think Iowa State will struggle to run the ball next week. There's no doubt in my mind oh, about that. But Iowa State, generally, when it has beaten Iowa in modern-day football, since Kirk Ferentz has been the head coach, it's not because you're pounding them on the ground. It's not be, it, You're not winning the battle up front. That's no, you're stretching them out. You are... Like I said, I think last week to Hassel, you're going, you're making, you're going Purdue on them. And... From what I saw from the offense yesterday, Bloom has me encouraged. Now, I am not confident going into this game because I don't know how any Iowa State fan can be truly no, confident no, absolutely not. going into this. Nope. But that that style of offense, though, was what I was hoping we would see this year from Iowa State. I was somewhat skeptical because Tom and Matt are. <laughs> I just didn't know if they would actually go through with it. We'll see if they do next week. But that looked like a pass to set up the run type of offense with, I think will be an elite quarterback. I think that he is the real deal. I do not think we overhyped him. I hope, I hope people kind of saw what we saw. Yeah, I, I do not think that he has been overhyped in the off season. This is, I mean, it sets up Iowa's elite run defense. And again, week one, they were great. Shut down South Dakota state's run game. They were great all year against the run a year ago. I mean, last year, Iowa state got 3.2 yards per carry against Iowa on the ground in Ames for the season. Iowa allowed 3.2 yards per carry. You know what you're getting there. It's going to be tough to get more than three yards per carry against those guys. But the difference is with with Hutchinson and Noel, and I thought Wilson looked good, looked fast. He's healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanley had his moments. I, I believe Iowa State can do the three-receiver thing, and, and that is the one issue that has given Iowa problems. It's going to be hard. It's first to 21, right? Are we comfortable Absolutely. saying that first of twenty one on Saturday? I completely like you don't yeah. need a lot, but you need enough. And if you could, if you can move the ball, the big play is going to be huge. And and Jack Whitford brought up it brought it up on the pod on the, your reaction show yesterday. I tweeted it out this afternoon. It's going to come down to more than yardage or anything else. It's going to come down to turnovers, plain and simple. And Iowa State has not forced a turnover against Iowa. Since 2015. It's in the Matt Campbell era, which we all know, Matt Campbell is 0-5 against the Hawks. Iowa State is 9-0 in turnovers on the downside. That just can't continue. I mean, The numbers are really telling. In college football, the two biggest stats are your ability to stop the run, and right there is turnovers forced. And if you can avoid, and that's why Iowa still won these games. I mean, it's incredible. If you look at the raw data, Mm C-Dub, the Iowa State games in the last four years, Iowa State has dominated... From a statistical standpoint, outside of the most important one, or the most two important two turnovers and points, turnovers and points. 
And you, you need to win those, clearly. And Iowa State cannot go through another game like last year where they were 4 nothing in turnovers. It's just they'll get beat by two touchdowns that way. I don't care how bad the Iowa offense is. If you're giving them short fields or any, any type of mistakes, Iowa State cannot do that. And so that's why we can make fun of the Iowa offense all we want. But it, the reality yeah, it is, it doesn't, they, it doesn't. It works for them for now until you can expose them in the pass game and I mean, get your own big plays. That punter is just unbelievable. He's good. No, absolutely. Like I, He's, they are literally one of the ten worst offensive teams in college football, and they won ten games last year. Yeah. So it's the, and the they formula worse. is there. Yeah. They looked worse yesterday. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you cannot be confident in this, but if Iowa State can't, they're going to have to try and spread it out and throw it. Like make them. And if Deckers throws a couple picks, then I guess I think you have to live with that. I, I don't think you I don't think you go in there banging Jairo Brock, you know, 25, 30 carries. No, you cannot I just, try and I just don't think it's it works. the theme from last year. So you the, can't out Iowa, Iowa. So the other issue, the other question that so I brought it up that Iowa, you know, Iowa was anemic against Iowa State in offense last year. So in the in the last two years in college football, C dub, there have been over twelve hundred games played. Only three times has a team had less than 2.9 yards per play on offense and won the game. Iowa this week against South Dakota State. Iowa last year against Iowa State. And then uh, Rutgers-Syracuse game that I must have missed. Literally two, three times in 1,200 games has an offense been that bad and won a game. But it works for them because they, do not, they don't turn the ball over. And then they have a great special teams. And that can honestly be the difference. So you just... Do you want to play into that style? So I guess the point is, do you change up what you do defensively and send a bunch of pressure at Petrus when in reality the defense hasn't been the problem? It's been the turnovers on offense. Yeah, I, I don't know, though. What do you think? Do you get aggressive and try and rattle them or do you give up the big play and then you might be, you know... I, I, I don't know. I don't, That's why they get paid the big bucks. I don't know. Yeah, I. But the thing is, like Petrus was so bad yesterday that... Yeah, you try and go after him because, like, he's he, sailing every. But I just, but I don't. Maybe that plays into the other thing, Bloom, where you just let him try and beat you and stop right. the run. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, like you I, really I, don't need to be sending guys. I don't know if you do. Yeah. No, I, it's it's a, it's a fascinating because you haven't forced a turnover. I'm concerned about stopping the run now. An Iowa fan would say, "Well, our run game was was crap yesterday," and I mm-hmm. like, and I would agree, but. Simo was running the ball, like, and we knew that guy was pretty good. That yeah. running back, yeah, so the line they, they looked, they looked, looked fine. Okay. But my, my, I'm concerned about that going into that yeah, one. And, if, and and but the thing is, Petrus is really bad. I do think that Kirk Ferentz has to consider making a quarterback change. Well, you, I, I, so you, I don't you know how might you don't get Alex point. Padilla, and that puts a little bit of a wrench into everything. This I, week. what's the di- I haven't watched Padilla at all. What's the difference? He's more mobile. Okay. I mean. Here, like, how good can he be though if he hasn't beaten out well, Petrus? Kind of, <laughs> I just, I did an instant uh, pod with Hassel because for Iowa everywhere, Hassel was just flaming mad after the game, and he had a great quote. He goes, "Is Alex Padilla missing a limb that we don't know about?" <laughs> this is an amazing stat that Hassel retweeted from uh, old Di- David Eicholt from I think two four seven for Iowa. So Iowa started 6-0 and last year. They have scored 11 offensive touchdowns in nine games, <laughs> which is so bad. Iowa's special teams defense has scored 77 points in the last nine games. Literally, the Iowa defense and special team has scored more points than its offense in the last seven games. God. Last nine games. Like, you just can't. 
Here's the thing, though. The same thing happened against Iowa State last year. If 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 you turn the ball over and they're the the punter can flip the field and you're you're that, you just yeah, they just know. they live on the turnovers. Yeah, and they just feast on that. That's why yesterday was so close. Like if they would have gotten two more, they would have won by you know, 14 and then everybody, you know, and everybody's fine. Yeah. Largely, but they didn't. And you know, you've, you're a turnover guy. You're always pointing that out. And like my whole thing is they've, they've created turnovers. at such a pace for so long. At some point that's got to flip. And if it it's does, they could win four games, but right. I, don't, I don't think that they, but there's gotta be something too about what they do. It's more than just luck. It is like there's got to be something. I, mean, I don't know what it is. I'm not smart enough, but there's got to be something. Well, there. and there's there's I, in my opinion, they're so good against the run that it forces you to yeah. force things, and that's where they. Iowa they State's live not going to run the football. I don't, I, I don't think I'd be shocked if they do. I I think you just hey Hunter, like give it a shot here, man. Like go win it now. Brock's fine. Like you can. You're obviously not going to ignore the run game, but I really do think I, I don't know a lot about Iowa secondary, but. You know, try and get Hutchinson one on one, get Noel one on one, and see what you can do. And you know, I was going to be favored, still is, and we'll get in the lines here in a little bit. But I, I going into a game, I don't feel any differently about this game than I did last year. And I was favored last year. It's the same concept, same setup. I think in the last five years, Iowa State has not been outclassed by Iowa. It's just they made more mistakes. You got to flip that if you want to win the game. All right, I want to talk about morale, fan base, expectations. Yes, this plays into it, too. Everything going into next week. We'll do that coming up in segment number two. And I'm excited to welcome a new sponsor who's who's going to sponsor segment number two of Williams & Bloom each and every Sunday night here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Our friends at Wiffles Hybrid. I really love this company. Uh, you, You introduced me to them, Bloom, and the more I got to know about the company, I started doing some research. Independently owned since 1946. Awesome. Wiffles Hybrid is a big deal. They could have been bought out by the big corporations, all that stuff. I, I, they sent me a shout out to our, our, our friend Trista, uh, fiercely independent since 1946. That, I love that. That fits the Iowa State fan yeah, base. Well. I, I love it. What an epitome. This, this company fits the Iowa State fan base. Uh, when you plant Wiffles, you're not just choosing superior seed corn, you are making a statement. One that says staying independent, staying family-owned means something on your farm. So make your choice. Plant your independence. Plant Wiffles. And we have a, a former Cyclone who, yeah, you again, you introduced me to I'm, is, I'm is so one glad, of the big dogs there. Yeah, I'm so glad we could could make this work. So Adam Plow uh, played under Dan McCarney, was an offensive we got to get him on sometimes. He's a phenomenal guy. I think he's he's uh, basically manages the, I think it's the Western – business unit they call it so iowa wisconsin illinois great dude and it just made too much sense to me like they're they're cyclones at heart and the great thing with wiffles they are independently owned and we have so many ag folks that listen to this podcast I mean, oh yeah we get especially coming up when harvest starts right they're always getting, tweeting at us and, and you're getting you're getting into you know harvest season all this good stuff and so i think the great part of this partnership is Wiffles is on your team. Like mm-hmm. they really want to help you out. So if Wiffles calls, I hope you guys pick up the phone and, and talk to those guys. They're doing some great stuff. They love Iowa State That's fans right. too, which is a always a big deal. So interesting. Um, Colby Reader made the comment. And, <laughs> I didn't see this, and I'm sure it'll become fodder at some point where Iowa fans will make fun of Iowa State. But he he made the comment like, man, yeah. Ever since I got here, that's all people say is beat Iowa. I, I'm paraphrasing yes. what Colby said, uh, but he he pointed out like. It, 
they haven't done it in a really long time. <laughs> now, it used to be Iowa State would not do well in the Big 12, and, and they would beat, beat Iowa. Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so things have kind of flipped. Uh, it's You've given the stat. I saw it on TV yesterday. But I'm, I always watch the game on my iPad while I'm watching the game. You've done this before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because what's great about it is I watch the play live from the bird's eye view yep. of the press box. And then, and then I get later. to see smart is right after it. I get yep. to see the play happen again. So it's like I'm watching every play twice right off the bat. And then I take my notes and they put up the stat about second most wins in the big 12 in really? the last five years. That's awesome. Behind Oklahoma. And I'm did like, they, did they source me on that? Uh, they did not. Uh, okay. But that was up there. That's okay. And um, I guess my point was like, I don't think you have to have one or the other. But I do think it's really interesting that like Colby would make that comment because we are living in the greatest time in history to be an Iowa State football fan, but they can't beat Iowa. And it, it, it makes for a really interesting dichotomy going into this week. I'm already getting the passive-aggressive text messages from John Miller where he's just like, oh, name the score. You guys are going to kill us on Saturday, yep, right? Like, so am I. And I don't feel that way. <laughs> Nothing I saw on Saturday has changed my mind at all about this game. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not writing Iowa state's deathbed, but like, I'm not confident going into it. I would say it's 60, 40 Iowa. And that's about what Vegas has now, yeah, I, but their offense is bad. Right, like it, it's been bad. Their, their defense been, is equally good. It's been bad for four years yeah. and it hasn't mattered. It hasn't like, mattered. I, I, like I'm trying to say like, okay, yeah, we know the Iowa offense. It has been bad. Nothing has changed. I think Iowa state might be a little more dynamic offensively. Their fans we'll are see. so tired of the offense, though. That's the well, thing. So this is interesting. So, this, so they are really, really down. This reminds me. Do you remember going to the game 2012 uh, when the Greg Davis was it Greg Davis, the old Iowa offensive coordinator? Yeah. Who they just couldn't was, stand. Was Greg Davis? Yeah. He was the old Texas guy. He was their yep. coordinator. I, and so I, I remember that game. It was 2012. It was the Jake Knight interception game. And going to the game was a similar setup. Like 13-6. Yeah, 13-10 or 10-6. Yeah, 9-6. 9-6. Well, yeah. And they were – and it was really – when they started struggling in the first half in Iowa City, I remember that. It was kind of that like, oh, boy, here we go. They again. were booing. And they were – Yesterday. They were booing yesterday. Yeah. So my point is I think that the psychological advantage is actually for Iowa State here. Because you felt it last year too, right? When it got a little stressful at Jack Trice Stadium, though, because we have literally players talking about, yeah, people are yelling at me on campus. They care about this more than a Big Twelve championship. Does Iowa State get? No, tight I think they're they just. Know. I think I'd just be pissed. Like, okay, that's the one box Campbell has not checked. Yeah, it's that's it. He needs it. Yeah, this is like a they, big game. No now, doubt, it's a big game for both. But I think you know, as far as fan sentiment, if if they if the Iowa offense continues to struggle. You know, I've, we've been around college athletics for a long time, still dealing with 21, 22-year-olds. That can get in the back of your mind, and all of a sudden we go, oh, no, here we go again. And I almost, I, I'd almost, be, I'm better, I almost feel better at the games in Iowa City. Because if you get that I anti... Think that's actually a good point. If you yeah. get that anti-Iowa uh, yeah. offense, like, they start booing again. I mean, I don't know if Peters can handle it, or the coach, your unconscious says, okay, we got to do something different, and that's when you force it and make a mistake. I like Iowa State's spot going here. Clearly, Iowa State has not won the game, so the pressure's on that end. But also, you've got an Iowa offense that has been historically bad for nine games in a row, and Iowa State can take advantage of that because you know Brian Ferentz is going to try and hit a couple big plays. 
right off the top. He does that against Iowa. He State. does because they're, they're he's feeling the pressure, and so it's in those big moments. Can Iowa State be the one to take advantage of that big big mistake that Iowa could make? And whoever does that wins the game. But yeah, I mean to boo your they, they were booing him yesterday. All right, you got the questions from Clover because he he made yeah. he wanted to ask about. Well, that. so he asked, has has there ever been a game where Iowa State fans have literally booed their own players and coaches the way Iowa fans often do theirs? No, we're always booing the refs. We're booing the refs. I don't. <laughs> we're great at that. We boo the refs with the best of them. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm sure there's a point. 2006 where, got a little sideways. The end of McCarney, where they're yeah. giving up like 600 yards a game, and it was just like, oh boy, here goes Todd. Reese you would be game. a better guy to ask on this. Than I me, don't. But it, in the Utah game, got a little weird. Um, but I don't remember like just flat out booing where it was noticeable by everybody. I mean, Petrus has to be just. He's got to be. Mentally, yeah, mind shot blanked right, right now. now. Brett Meyer, we were talking about it. You know, he was watching Petrus, and he said he it's a guy who just looks uncomfortable, like he's just not with the offense. It just it, like it. They just look uncomfortable. Everything looks uncomfortable. And I think when you're in that pressure packed situation that you're going to be in next week, it is a disadvantage to be at home. Well, because you want to prove everybody right. Let's yeah. say what is what did TJ say? Or wasn't TJ? But it was the Steve Fromer. Remember where they were like, man. We almost feel too much pressure at home because we want to make everybody feel good. Yeah, especially with Hilton, and it can weigh you down. Yeah. And I, and you know, it's great that you have a sellout next. I week. think it was Tyrese who was talking about that. It's, I think that I actually think you know, it's I. Listen, I've been to every single road. No, game. you're right. It was TJ. It was last year. Was it last year? Because like, remember, they'd lay an egg, and everybody would be, and then they would go on the road and yeah, and play better. TJ I, was telling us that it's yeah. tough to play in Iowa City, though. Okay, I mean, they are right on top of you. Yeah, it does get brutal. loud. It's it's, brutal. it's not a great place to go play a game. But I'm just saying. I do think if if Iowa is average on offense to start, I think it could snowball in a good way for Iowa State. They try to force things and see what happens. What are you doing for the game? I don't know yet. I'll be. I'm not going. Okay, I'm going to be in North Carolina. Yeah, you're going to be Reverend Williams. Yep, doing my cousin's wedding. Um, So I'm going to miss the Cyhawk game, but I the wedding is on a Friday, so the Cyhawk game will be on a Saturday. So I'm going to watch it from the beach. There you go. Uh, There's worse ways, but I actually I have no. I don't want to go back there for a game. Like I, I'm there all the time with my daughter for one, but two, like the last time I, I really did, I got hit in the back of the head with a Milwaukee's best, and the guy called me a homophobic slur. It's not very nice. <laughs> not very nice at all. I'm. I don't want to be that guy. I'm sure we have fans that uh, would yeah, do that to right. John Miller. Right. <laughs> it's just not a. Yeah. I just like I have not enjoyed my last few experiences there on the day of the Cyhawk game. I I, I was just do. Yeah, <laughs> to win a game finally. It's been way too long. And so, as Clover also pointed out, and again, he's yeah, a great what, football Yeah, what else mind. do we have from Clover? He also said, you know, the, the the one year Iowa State's offense worked well was against Iowa in 2017. And I would say this year's offense is as similar to that one as, as there has been. Remember they had the uh, uh, Jacob Park, uh, David Montgomery, Keem Butler coming out party against Iowa, and mm-hmm. it was great. Mm-hmm. I think I think this offense is a lot like that, where you finally have some threats on the outside to take advantage of oh, and, that and steal Jance game. Like they right, they spread had it some out, offense like threw that it was around. I think a you got a different it. regime there, but and it felt like to me yesterday, Iowa State was really trying to get the the passing game going. I think that is the strength this year. In the second half, it felt to me that it was like, all right, we know we can throw the ball. We could throw the ball for 500 today if we wanted to, but let's get some confidence with the O-line. And so they ran Jirel a lot that second half and Sanders and, and Silas. I, I do think Iowa State's strength, though, is going to be 
I think I mean I think Deckers can be good enough to average you know two fifty plus through the air a game. And let's not forget Deckers has played in Norman in a huge game last year. So this I mean this is he'll be fine starting this game home state all that stuff will be so different. But he has played in big environments before, so that will be a narrative that I'm sure gets tossed around this week. Yep. Uh, but he I. I don't think that Hunter is just going to freeze. I think, that's I'm more worried about the specialists. Like, I, yeah. I can't get Corey Dunn uh, in that, that deal the game. out of my mind. Yep. Like, I'm more worried about, like, the punting and kicking that's game than point. I am anything. And, and the, then those guys were fine yesterday. They were fine. But they're still freshmen. Like, that's a different deal. We saw South Dakota State's freaking punter do that yesterday. In the first punt, he, that's where Iowa got its field goal. There you go. Now, actually, gonna, you know what? I think Iowa missed that field goal, so they had a missed field goal. The that point big. is, it's, well, it's point is, it's a big deal. It, and, and Iowa limits the possessions. It's it's the it's the same concept that Iowa State's done to other teams. When you have only eleven possessions in a game, you get paranoid that you got to take advantage of everything. That's where the mistakes come in. So you just again, who makes the least amount of mistakes uh, in, in all areas is going to win the football game. It's that simple. Uh, shout out to a new sponsor, but people who are not uh, new to me. I've known Jeremy and Sarah Danielson for a really, really long time. They so they used to come bloom on our bus trips and stuff like okay. that. Yeah, there you go. They, they used Old to. School. They they came. They were on the um the, the just the heinous bus trip <laughs> we to had Memphis? to Memphis, <laughs> where two of the buses broke down. There was a death. Like it was just. Horrible. I'm not laughing at the death. It was horrible. Like we. We everything that could have gone wrong did, but they were champs. So I didn't even know that this existed. Uh, we're going to tell you more about it here in the coming weeks. But Danielson Law, they are real estate attorneys. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I Huge. didn't. Even, I didn't even know that that was like a it's thing. A, it's a big segment. Yeah. Well, Jeremy's a real estate attorney, and they're a husband and wife team. Sarah handles all the operations. She is the one who's actually in charge there. Um, they're premium subscribers of ours. They've been Patreon subscribers forever. Um, couple of boys, first and third grade. They've been season ticket holders forever. These are phenomenal Cyclones. Again, I've That's known awesome. them forever. They, they were great supporters of Cyclone Fanatic when we first started. But they opened up their own real estate law firm in 2015, and they offer a streamlined process that helps you really simplify buy things from start to finish. Uh, check them out at danielsonlaw.com. danielsonlaw.com. I love it when I can promote good people that I actually know. And yeah. These these are really good people, so check them out. Awesome people. Uh, another one is a, a buddy of yours, uh, Tom Killiper from the Killiper Corporation. Go to the killipercorp.com as they are really hammering. They're just one of these companies out there that needs help. They need they need more people, and it is everywhere. They have a careers tab at the top right part of the page. If you want to work for a family-owned company, a growing company, they are in the plastic packaging. That's right. Not flexible packaging. Flexible packaging. flexible packaging industry. Think about how that industry has changed in the last 15 years. No wonder they're growing. And they're family-owned, located in Ames, Go to killipercorp.com today and find their uh, careers page. Guess what time it is, Bloom? Oh, buddy. Here we go. Cued up. I told, I, think- I told you I got a sponsor, too. It's not the Danielson Law Firm? No. Well, we're rolling them in now. I'm still working high noons. I'm getting some traction. 
What, feel what kind of traction do you have with the Nunes? I got a contact now. I've, I've exchanged an email. This would be they, big. They just need to get to know me, and then it's done. Like once, it's like it's like when TJ gets him on campus, right? Yeah. If if I can get the Zoom meeting scheduled, I feel confident I can close the deal. So I'm working on it, everybody. I literally probably spent enough on Nooners in the last weekend that would pay for their sponsorship. So if they're listening, it's a win-win for everybody. So Webwise Solutions yes. Incorporated is located in Mason City. They do they build websites. I love Mason City. I I've used them. They built my 712 Media website. They built alwaysraceday.com. They actually built the original collective website that never made it, they built the original oh, the We bridge? Will, okay. yeah. but you never, it was already gone before the time. Got it. There was a, They changed like marketing or something like that, but these are really good guys. Kevin and Adam, I couldn't endorse them more. They're, whenever I need a website quick for one of my clients, Get I done. go straight to them. TheWebWiseSolution.com. It's time for guess the point spreads here. Week I haven't two. seen I saw Iowa State, so that, that, that one's thrown out. Three and a half? Yeah. And that moved quite. That moved more than I thought it would. Moved three points since Saturday. All right, week two of college football. And I, to be honest, I'm looking at these for the first time too. We're actually recording this. Old school, old school big big eight. Oh, buddy, Missouri at Kansas State. Seriously? Seriously. K State looked good. Hey, Adrian Martinez didn't throw well. No. Did run it a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. They, their defense was in South Dakota. I get it. Um, Kansas State. I'm up on them, and I'm up on is West it, Virginia. Is it in Manhattan? Yes. Or is it like a neutral thing? Well, because that changes my my idea. Hold on, I'll find it. K State's got to be favored though. Although Missouri's not been horrible. I'll say K State by six. It is at Kansas State. K State by six. What do you have to be within? Two. Uh, that is incorrect. Eight Nine. and a half. Oh, okay. All right. I knew I was low. All right. What else we got here? Week two in the Big 12. Do we root for K-State in that game? I do. I think so. Okay. Feel yeah, I mean, it. I, I kind of I feel like we have to. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, K-State. What's our buddies? What are our buddies? Um, Kurtz. Kurtz, yeah, Kurtz, we're on your team this week, I've buddy. I'm coming around on those guys because <laughs> they hate the Pac-12 as much as I do. We're on your team. They hate the Pac-12 as much as I do, so it's like until uh, whatever October date that is. God, I can't find any. Okay, here we go. Is this right? Do we have a real Big 12 game on yeah. Saturday? Yeah, there is one. Kansas yep. at West Virginia. Wow. Oof. Kansas blows out Tennessee Tech on Friday night. West Virginia, really interesting. Yeah. I thought that they actually looked really good I the, the, in a loss yeah, to fit. I, they should have won that game. That. They blew that game. My uh, stock is up on West Virginia even I do after agree a loss. With that. I do agree with that. I'll say West Virginia, 13 and a half. 14 and a half. Boom. Opened at 11 and a half. That thing steamed up three points already. I think it'll go higher. Sharp money. Yep. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. If I could have got that at 11, I would have mm-hmm. hopped. All right. Uh, let's see where are we at here. Kent State. Flashes. At Oklahoma. Oh, no. Kent State's not a bad MAC team. Uh, Oklahoma 30. Well done. Right on it? 31. Oh, buddy. We're cooking with gas in week two, everybody. Who's the web? What's the. What's our sponsor? Webwise? Webwise Solutions. 
there, I mean, this is an expert performance for the experts. God, I can't find any of the TC. Oh, big one here. Tarleton at TCU. Oh, no. Poor Tarleton. We don't State. have a line. Yeah. As it should be. That What are they? NAIA? They are D2. Or D2. They're, no, I think they're. Other banks. They're down in Texas. They're in Stephenville. Oh, I've actually driven through. I've driven through Stephenville, Texas before. Not a great town. Did you know that you could just. I just found this. You could play Yakety Sax on a one hour loop. <laughs> well, I'm glad you found it because they're doing it. <laughs> Speaking of that, did you watch the Nebraska game? I saw they struggled with the Sioux. Yeah, they, were, they, they won. They ended up winning, but uh, I had a guy stop me who, who appreciates all of the Nebraska slander. Good, so we can't do it enough. Thank you, Nate. Baylor at B- BYU. This is my favorite game of the weekend. Ooh, I like B- BYU. Just took care of business. At UCF. I'm going to say Baylor by three and a half. Incorrect. BYU, two and a half. Okay. No respect for the Bears. That, what time's that game? That's a late night game. Mm-hmm. You know, because the Big 12 dominates that late night window. That's right. That's right. Stu. 9.15 is your oh, man. start time. We're going to be one. all celebrating the victory and watching that game. I'm pulling this thing up because I feel like I'm missing. Oh, yeah, we have Alabama, Texas. We have all the good games that we haven't gotten to. For some reason, the uh, we just got a gotta weird. I got I to gotta go back up here. It's all right. To find all the. Okay, it's Alabama right. at Texas. Oh, no. Oh, man. Did you see that Quinn Ewer's car got towed during the game on Saturday? How epic know, is that? a player's lot? I don't know. And in Austin, that's a pricey that's ticket. That's a phenomenal story, though. <laughs> I loved it. Soon he'll have an NIL deal with a tow company. Um, boy. Alabama, 16 and a half. Incorrect. 20. <laughs> that game's in Austin, too. Yep. That was pretty... Wow. Okay. it's a lot. I mean... What time's that game? That's a night game? That, no, it's 11 a.m. Oh, that's game. right. They stuck him at 11. Because everybody got pissed about that, that's right. remember? That's right. That's funny. That's the appetizer for the big game. Iowa State, Iowa is at three. Three. Houston at Texas Tech. Houston survived against the Roadrunners. Uh, Future oh, Big 12 boy. matchup. Tech looked good, but they played Steve Prohm's Murray State, not taken away. I'll say... Houston, minus three. Incorrect. Texas Tech, minus three. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I'm on the other side on two of those. That's fine. Well, I'll, you know what you're going to play. I'm going to be wealthy. You just get on that right now. Did you see I'm doing, I'm picking every Big 12 game this Straight year? Straight to the collective. That's not easy. I think that's it as far as, like, actual. Old no, we have an club. Oklahoma State game I'm trying to find here. There's got to be a better way. Like, these betting sites should do it where you can Pick by do conference. it by conference. Okay, Arizona State at Oklahoma State. Herm. Is Herm still there? Dude, is Oklahoma State, like, old school now? Like, are we back yeah, to, like, they, they, they old Gundy? thing in the second half. Against, like, old Gundy oh, where you bad. just score a ton of points and can't stop they anybody? stop a soul. I have no idea about Arizona State. So... Oklahoma State, 14. Ten and a half. Okay. Play in Oklahoma State. Is that it? That is it. Fun little weekend. 
actually have some games. And I did confirm that the Kansas State game is in Manhattan. It is in Manhattan. Okay, that's a, that's not a bad not a bad week too. No, it's not. not it's bad at all. considerably better than what we just all went through. Absolutely. That, let's 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 get it on. I like how Oklahoma's on ESPN Plus. By the way, makes me laugh. Did you, uh, real quick, just a few Big Twelve takeaways. Kansas State. That's why I thought that Adrian Martinez is going to be a good fit there. Just don't screw it up. I just, well, he's not, like, they're not, I didn't watch a lot of it, but I'm looking at the box score. They didn't really ask him to do anything. He threw for 50 yards. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. What? How many attempts did he have? Like, there 15. weren't. 15. Like, they're just throwing. Yeah, it's just junk. Junk. So, that that's why, they like, like they, they're, Frost like, was asking him to be right. Tom Brady out there. And he's not. Now, no. if, if they can get away with, I think they had, like, a special teams thing. Like, they had a bunch of. K State things happen. Yeah, it's K State football, man. That's what they do. They're like they're like our Iowa. And the, the yardage was pretty close to South Dakota, but they won thirty four to nothing, so that's not close. Yeah, that's that's uh I don't know. I I like your overplay with them at six and a half. I think that's feeling gonna, good about that. Right feel, now. But yeah, I mean total yards in that South Dakota K State game was two three ninety two to two seventy. Okay, that's better than I thought. But anyway, I don't K State's going to be a factor. I, I when they play Missouri has a legit offense this week. That'll tell us a lot because can they keep up with the team with an offense? Would be my question for them. Yeah, and then West Virginia, they should be one and zero. They totally they choked. Total choke job. That'd have been big for the Big Twelve if they would have won that game. But yeah, it's okay. And then Oklahoma, I watched some of it. Eh, I didn't watch any of that fine. game yet. They were fine. And I mean, they they got out to a big lead. Yeah, and, and just kind of coasted. Yeah, and then Kansas looked good, but it's Tennessee Tech. Like I, the takeaways, nothing really su- surprised me from from week one of the Big Twelve. I would say Kansas, they're finally gonna finally gonna well, turn the corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's what if they beat West Virginia? Does Neil Brown get fired? I was wondering, like, it, at some point yesterday, like North Dakota tied up Nebraska in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, he's getting fired. If they lose that game. Well, he he's to. got a clause, so it's like October. Oh, I know 1. that's right. Yeah, it goes. And in half. Like, what, but or you, do you just do it? Do you just say like we're proving out, a point? We're getting the hell boy. out of here. Oh, poor Huskers! I don't feel bad for you. So, uh, have you ever watched a game in North Carolina? No. So you haven't lost a game in North Carolina football while watching a game in North Carolina. No, I'm undefeated. Undefeated. So that's that's got to be a good thing. We're gonna have a. It's actually so the wedding. My cousin lives in Pennsylvania. She, oh, her and her so two that, brothers are all Penn State grads. Okay, but they're all Iowans by like. Yeah. So their family. mom and dad are both from Iowa, but they had moved out to Pittsburgh when they were kids. So we're gonna have a bunch of people watching the Cyhawk game at this beach house in North Carolina, which will be that'll kind be of awesome. fun. And they're so, all Iowa State fans too, so that will help. That'll that'll be good. It's not. It's a bunch of Marshalltown people. I think I'm going to watch it in my bunker. Like, I don't want to be around my kids. Yeah, I don't blame yeah, you. Know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So, our guy, Chris Indringa, the yeah. wizard. Yeah. This is proves a stat. We can wrap it up. Since the renewal of the Cyhawk series, if you have a positive turnover margin, you win 80% of the time. Wow. If you're plus two or better, you win 80% of the time. Plus three or better, which Iowa was last year, you win 89% of the time. What's the takeaway? <laughs> Don't turn the ball. Don't over. turn the ball over, and you're going to win the game. 
Yeah. And get X involved. Yeah. How about him doing the yeah. like? Think he's about doing that. nil stuff. You like X. the Fong commercial? Great. Yo, great. We're gonna get him signed up for a couple this more. His mind, so there's another one coming out. Lebel Marketing is the one who put the who, who did that. Yep. There's another one coming out with X, Jaywin, and I think Miles Purchase. Love it. And it's hilarious. They follow people around to their like day jobs and cheer <laughs> cheer for them because they're trying to repay them for cheering them on. Wait till you see it's, this. One. I'm telling you, this NIL stuff can be pretty cool. I, I've changed my tune completely. You just have to be smart with yeah, it. Yeah, like, that's with it. you have to be smart and clever and. Yeah, and like, if you if you have if you have an idea, just shoot me a note. We will be uh, full docket of podcast. Myron Blythe will be back this week. Uh, football and random things. Jeff Woody and Jared Stansbury. Title Nine girls are this week as well. Big week. I feel good, everybody. I feel good. Have a non-laborious Labor Day. Yes.